You're listening to the Holy Bible One Year Challenge with master storyteller Michael Wood, featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show! Hello, everyone. Welcome to day 278. We're continuing in the book of Jeremiah, and the disaster from the north continues to move closer. In fact, they have now surrounded the city of Jerusalem. And the Lord justifies his actions by talking about the idol worship that Judah does. And the Lord goes into great detail concerning this idol worship and names their false god, Baal. The Lord then talks about the agreements he made with Jerusalem's ancestors and how that agreement is broken. And to illustrate God's perspective, he once called Judah a green olive tree, beautiful to look at. But now he's going to set that tree on fire and the branches will be burned up. We're also continuing in the book of Colossians. And Paul talks about the secret truth he's been waiting to reveal. The secret truth that everyone should find out about. You might have heard of the video called The Secret. Well, that has nothing to do with what Paul's talking about in the end of chapter 1. So you'll have to stay with us to find out what that secret is. And we'll finish up with the shortest chapter in the book of Psalms that I've found so far. That is in Psalm 117. If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash storymaster. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry. And you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started. Jeremiah chapter 9, verses 17 to 26. This is what the Lord All-Powerful says. Now think about these things. Call for the women who get paid to cry at funerals. Send for the people who are good at that job. The people say, Let those women come quickly and cry for us. Then our eyes will fill with tears until they stream down our faces. The sound of loud crying is heard from Zion. We are ruined. We are so ashamed. We must leave our land because our houses have been torn down. Now, women of Judah, listen to the message from the Lord. Pay attention to what he says. Teach your daughters how to mourn. Teach each other this funeral song. Death has climbed in through our windows and has come into our palaces. Death has come to our children who play in the streets and to the young men who meet in the public places. Tell everyone that this is what the Lord says. Dead bodies will lie in the fields like piles of animal waste. They will look like bundles of grain a farmer has cut, but no one will gather them. This is what the Lord says. The wise must not boast about their wisdom. The strong must not boast about their strength. The rich must not boast about their wealth. But if someone wants to boast, they should boast that they know and understand me. I am the Lord who acts with faithful love and always does what is right and fair on earth. These are the things that please me, says the Lord. This is what the Lord says. 
The time is coming when I will punish all those who are circumcised only in the body. I am talking about the people of the nations of Egypt, Judah, Edom, Ammon, Moab, and all those who live in the desert. Their circumcision is not the kind the Lord wants, but the people of Israel are not really circumcised either. They are not circumcised in their hearts. Jeremiah chapter 10, the Lord and the idols. People of Israel, listen to the Lord. He is speaking to you. This is what the Lord says. Don't live like people from other nations. Don't be afraid of special signs in the sky. The other nations are afraid of what they see in the sky, but you must not be afraid of them. The customs of other people are worth nothing. Their idols are nothing but wood from a forest made by workers with their chisels. They make their idols beautiful with silver and gold. They use hammers and nails to fasten their idols down so they will not fall over. The idols of the other nations are like a scarecrow in a cucumber field. They cannot talk, they cannot walk, so people must carry them. So don't be afraid of their idols. They cannot hurt you, and they cannot help you either. Lord, there is no one like you. You are great. Your name is great and powerful. Everyone should respect you, king of all the nations. You deserve their respect. There are many wise men among the nations, but not one of them is as wise as you. They are all stupid and foolish. The only teaching they get is from the useless wooden idols they worship. These idols are covered with silver from Tarshish and gold from the city of Euphaz. They are the work of craftsmen and goldsmiths. They are dressed in royal blue and purple robes all made by skilled workers. But the Lord is the only true God. He is the only God who is alive. He is the King who rules forever. The earth shakes when he is angry. The people of the nations cannot stop his anger. Tell them this message. These false gods did not make heaven and earth. They will be destroyed and disappear from heaven and earth. God is the one who used his power to make the earth. He used his wisdom to create the world. With his understanding, he stretched the sky over the earth. When he speaks, it sounds like thunder. The waters in the sky roar. He makes clouds appear from far away. He sends lightning with the rain. He brings out the wind from his storehouses. But people, are too stupid to understand God's power. Goldsmiths make idols that bring them shame because the idols they make are false gods. They have no life in them. These worthless idols are nothing but a joke. When it's time for judgment, they will be destroyed. But Jacob's God is not like those idols. He is the one who created everything. And Israel is the family that he chose to be his own people. His name is the Lord All-Powerful. Destruction is coming. Get everything you own and prepare to leave. People of Judah, you are trapped in the city and the enemy is all around it. This is what the Lord says. 
Now I will throw out all who live in this land. I will bring pain and trouble to them. I will do this so that they will learn their lesson. Jerusalem says, I am hurt badly. I am injured and I cannot be healed. But I told myself, this is my sickness. I must suffer through it. My tent is ruined. All its ropes are broken. My children left me. They are gone. No one is left to put up my tent. No one is left to set up a shelter for me. The shepherds are stupid. They don't try to find the Lord. They are not wise. So their flocks are scattered and lost. Listen, a loud noise. The noise is coming from the north. It will destroy the cities of Judah. Judah will become an empty desert. It will be a home for jackals. Lord, I know that our lives do not belong to us. We have no control over what happens. So correct us, Lord. But please be fair. Don't punish us in anger, for you will destroy us. If you are angry, then punish the other nations. They don't know or respect you. They don't worship you. Those nations destroyed Jacob's family. They destroyed Israel completely. They destroyed Israel's homeland. Jeremiah chapter 11, verses 1 through 17. The agreement is broken. This is the message from the Lord. Jeremiah, listen to the words of this agreement and tell them to the people living in Jerusalem and the rest of Judah. Tell them that this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. Bad things will happen to anyone who does not obey the commands of this agreement. I am talking about the agreement I made with your ancestors when I brought them out of that furnace called Egypt. At that time, I told them, listen to me and obey all the commands I give you. Then you will be my people and I will be your God. I did this to keep the promise that I had made to your ancestors. I promised to give them a very rich land, a land filled with many good things. And you are living in that country today. I answered, Amen, Lord. The Lord said to me, Jeremiah, tell this message in the towns of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. Listen to the words of this agreement and do everything it commands. I gave a warning to your ancestors at the time I brought them out of the land of Egypt. I have warned them again and again to this day. I told them to obey me, but your ancestors did not listen to me. They were stubborn and did what their own evil hearts wanted. So I made them suffer all the bad things described in the agreement as punishment for those who do not obey its commands. Then the Lord said to me, Jeremiah, I know that the people of Judah and the people living in Jerusalem have made secret plans. They are committing the same sins that their ancestors did. Their ancestors refused to listen to my message. They followed and worshiped other gods. The people of Israel and Judah have broken the agreement I made with their ancestors. So this 
is what the Lord says. I will soon make something terrible happen to the people of Judah. They will not be able to escape. They will be sorry and cry to me for help, but I will not listen to them. The people in the towns of Judah and in the city of Jerusalem will go and pray to their idols for help. They burn incense to those idols, but their idols will not be able to help the people of Judah when that terrible disaster comes. People of Judah, you have many idols. There are as many idols as there are towns in Judah. You have built many altars for worshiping that shameful god Baal. There are as many altars as there are streets in Jerusalem. As for you, Jeremiah, don't pray for these people of Judah. Don't beg for them. Don't say prayers for them. I will not listen. They will suffer and then call to me for help. But I will not listen. Judah is the one I love. But why is she in my temple? She has done too many evil things. Judah, do you think vows and sacrifices will keep you from being destroyed? Will I then allow you to enjoy your evil ways? I, the Lord, gave you a name. I called you a green olive tree, beautiful to look at. But with a powerful storm, I will set that tree on fire, and its branches will be burned up. I, the Lord All-Powerful, planted you and said that disaster will come to you. That is because the people of Israel and Judah have done evil things. They offered sacrifices to Baal, and that made me angry. Colossians chapter 1, verses 24 to 29. Paul's work for the church. I am happy in my sufferings for you. There is much that Christ must still suffer, and I gladly accept my part of those sufferings in my body for the good of his body, the church. I became a servant of the church because God gave me a special work to do. This work helps you. My work is to tell the complete message of God. This message is the secret truth that was hidden since the beginning of time. It was hidden from everyone for ages, but now it has been made known to God's holy people. God decided to let his people know just how rich and glorious that truth is. That secret truth, which is for all people, is that Christ lives among you. He is your hope for sharing in God's glory. So we continue to tell people about Christ. We use all wisdom to counsel every person and teach every person. We are trying to bring everyone before God as people who have grown to be spiritually mature in Christ. To do this, I work and struggle using the great strength that Christ gives me. That strength is working in my life. Colossians 2 verses 1 through 5. I want you to know how much concern I have for you and for those in Laodicea and others who have never seen me. I want them all to be encouraged and joined together in love and to have the full confidence that comes from understanding. I want them to know completely the secret truth that God has made known. That truth is Christ himself. He is the only place people can find all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. 
I tell you this so that no one can fool you with ideas that sound good, but are wrong. Even though I am far away, and my thoughts are always with you, I am happy to see how well you work together and your strong faith in Christ. Psalm 117 Praise the Lord, all you nations! Praise Him, all you people. His love for us has never failed. The Lord will be faithful to us forever. Praise the Lord. Thank you, everyone. That was day 278. Join us for day 279. We will continue in the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah has some grievances against the Lord, and he wonders why the evil and wicked people have not been punished yet. And God says, you think you're dealing with wicked people? Well, you're like a runner who's gone against people who run foot races and are tired. The amount of wickedness that God deals with is like running with racehorses, comparatively speaking. And then the Lord asks Jeremiah to do something quite interesting. He tells him to put on some underwear, wear them until they're dirty, then take them off and leave them by some rocks by the Euphrates River. What exactly is the Lord up to? And in the book of Colossians, there is trouble in the church there. The people seem to be following some sort of empty philosophy. And Paul has to remind them that Jesus and baptism and the cross are all enough, and that they supersede any laws, festivals, or rules about eating and drinking. He tries to convince them that Jesus is enough. You don't need to add all these extra philosophies and doctrines that amount to nothing more than heresy. We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year. Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.